Yeah. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Apple Daily says it's going to ask the government to unfreeze some of the group's assets so it can pay staff. The General Chamber of Commerce says Hong Kong needs to reopen its borders soon for the economy's sake. And a new platform serving the full Tunma line in Hong Kong finally begins operations. Apple Daily said the company will write to Securities, Se- Security Secretary John Lee tomorrow to ask him to release parts of the company's assets, which have been frozen by the government under the national security law. The authorities have frozen about $18 million of the media company's assets after arresting top editors and executives last week. In its report, Apple Daily said the company only has enough cash to continue operating for several weeks. It's asking for parts of the frozen assets to be released so the company won't violate labour laws by owing workers wages. The newspaper said the company will take the matter to court if its application fails. The CEO of the General Chamber of Commerce has warned that the economic downturn in Hong Kong may continue unless the city can reopen its borders soon. George Leung says the recent improvement in the city's unemployment rate is only because the trade sector is benefiting from China's recovery in production. He noted that many domestic businesses are still suffering and reaching herd immunity against COVID-19 through vaccination is the only way out. The unemployment remains pretty high in the construction sector, uh, in the retail, accommodation, transport sector. Uh, the unemployment is still talking about around uh, 8 to 10 percent. Uh, we haven't seen any sharp improvement uh, in those areas. So if we are not possible to uh, open the border soon, uh, I think that unemployment uh, will continue to stay at such a high level. On Friday, the European Union called on members to ease travel restrictions so that people from the SAR, as well as Macau and Taiwan, should be allowed to visit without having to show a reason for travel. The General Chamber of Commerce is one of the many organisations and companies to launch lucky draws to boost the city's vaccination rate. Mr Lone was asked if these initiatives are helpful, when still less than 30% of the population has had the first coronavirus jab. The lucky draw indeed help a lot. We hope that the prize can attract people to do the vaccination. I think that it takes a while for the people to get it up to reach a certain level. While we have uh, still a few months to go, and I hope uh, more people, uh, if their health conditions are allowed it, uh, please take this opportunity to do the vaccination. I mean, it's also good to them have a chance to take the lucky draw of such a big prize. A new platform serving the full Tun Ma line in Hung Hom has begun operating ahead of the line's full opening on June the 27th. The layout has received a mixed reception from users. Joanne Wong has more. One passenger complained that it took him up to eight minutes to move between platforms, and he said he was worried it would be harder for him to catch his trains. But another user praised the new arrangements for clearly separating the east and west rail lines, in contrast to the old design, which both lines shared the same platform. An RTHK journalist took three minutes to walk from the east rail platform to the new platform. Trains will start running through the entire Chunma line next Sunday, connecting the current West Rail with Kai Tak and Wu Kai Sha. The new platforms at Hong Hong were the center of a shoddy work scandal in 2018, and a government-appointed inquiry found serious deficiencies in the management of the project, but it concluded that the structures were safe. 
The government says it plans to tighten its regular testing requirement for care home staff who aren't vaccinated against coronavirus. Sean Kennedy has more. Writing in his blog, Labour and Welfare Secretary Lord Chi Kwong said care home workers are currently tested every 14 days. But he said that since the SAR's overall vaccination rate is rising, the number of people who need mandatory tests regularly has fallen, freeing up testing capacity. Mr Law said that's why the government decided to shorten the intervals for care home workers' regular tests from once every 14 days to once every 10 days, and ultimately once every 7 days when circumstances allow. Mr Law also said a $200 monthly allowance for care home workers to get tested will also be cancelled because it may discourage them from getting jabs. Instead, he noted that the government has already announced a one-off special allowance of $800 for fully vaccinated staff. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. The conservation group WWF is urging restaurants and vendors in Hong Kong to stop selling endangered horseshoe crabs. The organisation found in a survey that 53% of people in the SAR had never heard of horseshoe crabs, but of those who had, two-thirds had seen them on sale in markets or restaurants. Lydia Pang, WWF Hong Kong's project manager for ocean conservation, said that when interviewees were told that the crab is protected, 99% said they would not eat it and were less likely to patronise a restaurant serving horseshoe crabs. So we asked them if they seen a restaurant selling horseshoe crab or other animal in conservation concern, would that decrease the intention for them to choose that restaurant? 60% said yes, they will not choose that restaurant. So we think this is quite a good momentum to drive the restaurants and fish stores to change their way of operation. Taiwan is due to receive two and a half million doses of coronavirus vaccine that are being donated by the United States. Only 6% of the island's 23 million people have received a jab so far. Taiwan has accused China of interfering in its efforts to acquire vaccines from Western manufacturers and of pushing it to buy Chinese-made jabs instead. US officials say the donation demonstrates Washington's commitment to the island and its democracy. The US State Department has said it will continue negotiations with Iran over its nuclear program after the election of hardline cleric Ebrahim Raisi as Iranian president. A State Department spokesperson said the US regretted that Iranians were denied a free and fair electoral process. Here's the BBC's Steve Jackson. Both the Biden administration and Iran would like to revive the international nuclear deal abandoned by President Trump, but not at any price. Delicate negotiations have been going on behind closed doors, and Washington is clear that it wants this process to continue under Iran's new leader. US officials hope progress will accelerate now it's clear who will be in charge in Tehran. Some analysts think Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Khamenei, would like a deal in the six weeks before Mr Raisi takes office. That way, the outgoing reformists can take the blame for capitulating to the West, and the new government can claim credit for the economic benefits that will come with the lifting of sanctions. To Euro 2020 now, and the final round of group matches starts tonight as Group A's top two sides, Italy and Wales, face off in Rome. Italy have won both their games so far and are already through to the knockout stage, while Wales need a point to make certain of their own advancement. And the Wales forward Dan James says his side have nothing to lose. I think, obviously, they're a great team, full respect to that, but um, we, we've got to go into that game believing that we can win. Obviously, we'll, we'll do our analysis on them. We've obviously got the, the home advantage, but I, I don't think that, that really matters to us at all. As you said, underdogs, we, we've, we've got nothing to lose going there. We're just going, as I said, with our heads held high. 
Elsewhere in Group A, Turkey take on Switzerland in what, what is a must-win game for both sides in Baku. Neither team has managed to win a game so far in the tournament, with Turkey losing both games while Switzerland also lost to Italy, but drew their opening match against Wales. In Formula One, championship leader Max Verstappen will start in pole position for Red Bull at tonight's French Grand Prix, on a track that has traditionally been a happy hunting ground for rivals Mercedes. The Dutchman was a full quarter of a second ahead of his closest rival, reigning world champion Lewis Hamilton. Let's hear from both of them, starting with Verstappen. Yesterday, FP2 was a bit of a turnaround and just made it even better today. So, of course, to, to get pole position, uh, yeah, was, uh, was really nice. I'm just going to stay hopeful, do everything I can. Obviously, we're in, the, in, in second, you've got a fighting chance down uh, at least to turn one. And there's going to be some interesting strategy probably tomorrow. I don't know, maybe it'll rain. So uh, you get to see, kind of potentially get to see the rainmasters do their thing. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Golf and Mackenzie Hughes rocketed up the leaderboard of the US Open to enter the final round in a three-way tie for first place with South African Louis Oosthuizen and American Russell Henley. The 30-year-old Canadian has a shot at his maiden major title on the horizon despite missing the cut at the last five tournaments he entered. He would be only the second Canadian to win a major after Mike Weir in 2003. Cricket and India captain Virat Kohli held firm in the face of accurate New Zealand pace bowling as the inaugural World Test Championship final at Southampton finally got going. After Friday's first day was a washout without a ball bowled. India were 146 for three when the third of the day's stoppages for bad light led to an early close. Kohli was 44 not out. And Ayinka Rahane was 29 not out after adding an unbroken 58 for the fourth wicket with Kohli. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Apple Daily says it's going to ask the government to unfreeze some of the group's assets so it can pay staff. The General Chamber of Commerce says Hong Kong needs to reopen its borders soon for the economy's sake. And a new platform serving the full Tunma line in Hong Kong finally begins operations. That's all the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Radio 3, DJ Simon, yeah, uh, we about to get into it, baby. Yo, Simon, what's up, you ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it, uh. Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find them from the top of the peak to the side. Come streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your streets. 